the deal, people, with the deal, with the deal. We welcome, welcome, welcome us back to the world again. Hello, your girl hello. Coochie here with your boy Serzo here all over again. Mm-hmm. One of the season two, episode five. Episode? Episode five. Five. And as usual, we're going to start with our little wine. Wine. Get your wine glass. Go, go, clink, 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 all of this, all of this. I've been one of those weeks. <laughs> one, one of those weeks. So <laughs> I like your shirt. I like yours too. You like my shirt? Is it cool? People can see. Isn't it cool? See, 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 see. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks cool. It looks great. <laughs> it looks great. So, so, so uh, everybody, thank you again for joining us. Um, we definitely appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into our, our second season, our, our fifth episode. And I want to say uh, a special shout out to our UK uh, listeners because I often see UK chiming in on us on, on our website. So thank you for logging in and checking in with us. We love the um, UK. We also want to say, hey, please do not be afraid to leave a comment. Um, good or bad, leave us a comment, you know. I know we're scary sometimes because we, we talk a little crazy <laughs> at times and we ain't, we ain't throw you under the bus. So just feel free to leave a comment. All right? We appreciate we it. We love comments. You. There you go. Anything that way we know you're listening. Give us exactly. feedback. Feedback exactly. is always the greatest. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's go ahead and get into this episode. What are we going to discuss today, young lady? Um, Today is a plethora of things. There's not really one um, topic. We're kind of going to be all over the place because, okay. but it's, it's stemming really off of Atlanta Housewives, right? Okay. okay. Uh, I was kind of like binge watching um, because I really hadn't been keeping up with it um, this year, last year. I think it's about the 12, 12, episode 12, episode 13. I wasn't really watching so I decided to binge watch it, and then I found some interesting things that the ladies were saying. So okay, okay. we're going to talk about that. I'm going to get your opinion. I'm going to share my opinion. Um, it's going to be fun. He said, she said. He said, she said. We love that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> one of the episodes that we're going to go through is, I think it was on... Um, season 13 yeah and this is the one where i think it was cynthia had kind of like a get together at her house and they were talking about whether um it's okay to date while you're separated so we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna show the clip and we're gonna gonna talk about it a little bit let's do that let's go Married. Yeah, married, but she's separated. You, you can do what you want while you're separated. What? Who says that? You're still married. What you vows know, did you, you take? I'm separated, so I want to have fun. You're separating or separated? I'm separated. Okay. Just for a year. I'm gonna get back with my man. I don't know who says like I'm gonna be separated. Like you can't predict how long you're gonna be but then if you get back together, there might be an issue. You know? Why? You're because still married. Tell me the definition of a separation. Separation means I need my space to figure out if I still want the marriage or not. But if you want to date other people, just get a divorce. But if you're separated, you're That's separated. Yeah, you're, you're separated, but you're still married. But, but you're separated. <laughs> I 
yeah yeah so the question is is it okay to date while you're separated hell no <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> i knew you was gonna say that <laughs> why not why not no. I, need, I need i need to know and it goes exactly to what the other young lady was saying if you decide to get back together, mm -hmm. then you're going to be bringing some more baggage back into your marriage to make mm -hmm. your marriage be even shorter. Yeah. Because what if you go out there and either the guy ends up getting a girl pregnant or the female ends up getting pregnant? Oh, yeah, that's going to be a wrap. Then no, you're going to go back to your significant other? Really? So what is, so I understand when Drew was saying the purpose of a separation is to figure out whether he wants to be in this marriage or not. Right. Do you necessarily have to be separated to decide that? I thought it was more like a counseling type thing. Because what really is, when you're separate, that means you live in two different households. And... Ah. I've never met a separated couple in the same house. I have. How does that work? I have. Then y'all just having a long argument at this point then. Because it's, it's a long disagreement. You got to remember, marriage is like a, it's a contract and it's almost like it's a business venture mm -hmm. between two people. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the way you got to look at it. So if, if you get married and you go through this process, then the thing is, um, it's more financially beneficial if you guys stay in the same house until the divorce comes into place. Really? Yes. Once that divorce comes into place, then obviously it's somebody, the best thing is for somebody to go. But so, if it makes sense. So my thing is, so when you're staying in the, in the same household, then it means that you guys are separated legally or are you separated like hey let's take some time apart let's think about what we really want to want to do in this relationship and that's what i'm saying like to me if i'm still in the same household it'd be very difficult for me to distinguish whether we're just like having a disagreement like a long argument as i said before are we really like separated like who says that we're separated if it's not legally binding so here's the thing. There's no such thing as legally binding separation. Really? There's no such thing as that. Okay. See, I so, thought it was. No. All it is is saying that when you go before a judge and you're saying that when two people say, hey, we've been separated for a year mm -hmm. and we both agreed that we want to go ahead and split up and get a divorce. Yeah. The judge is going to take that into account. And as long as it's been, because each state has a different uh, time frame. Okay. You no, know, for, for for us here, it's a year if you don't have. I'm sorry, it's six months if you don't have kids. But if you have kids, it's a year. Because mm -hmm. the, the state wants you to think about it a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Because you got. I kids. mean, makes sense. Makes sense for the right. for of course the um the child. Right. So okay. even, even if you're staying in the same house. As long as two people, both people tell the judge that, yes, we've been separated, although we live in a, under the same roof. Yes, we've both, we've both been separated and we both agreed that we don't want this marriage to continue. 
So how are you separated and living in the same house? Like what changes in it's the a, household? It's a meaning of the minds. That's why I say it's like a contract. A contract, an oral contract is the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a meeting of the minds. As long as two people agree to the same thing, that's all that matters. That is the craziest thing to me. I would not be able to do that. I would give me like a little condo or a little apartment or go stay back with my mama. Right. And right. this is done because exactly. I would be like I would be so confused. And then I would just think that it's just even more complicated if you know, because at this point you're supposed to be away from the person. Mm-hmm. So you can get yourself together and so you can reevaluate whether you want this marriage. Does you know time make the the heart grow fonder or nah this is just the life I want to live? I don't want to be with that person anymore. You can't make that decision when you're under the same roof. That is the craziest thing to me. Hey, people do it. And I'm gonna tell you, if for me, I don't necessarily believe in separation. Mm-hmm. I believe that if you get to the point to where you're separated. That, that that comes up in a conversation. Yeah. Then my ultimate goal is divorce. My goal is not to get back together. So I, once that separation comment comes in, your mind automatically goes to divorce. I'm done. I'm yeah. Done because something has been happening all along mm-hmm. for us to mm-hmm. say we need to be separated. So why do yeah. we need another year to, to decide this all over again? Yeah. No, I get it. I don't need that year to tell me, you know, something I've already figured out before we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. So the, the, by law, I got to give it a, you know, six months or a year, whichever the case may be. Yeah. And then once that time comes. Because the lady there, uh, the girl that was saying that she wanted to date, like she is dating, even though she's separated. I mean, she did say that she's going to get back with her husband next year. Like, does does a husband know this? Like, after you've been ran through, because that's exactly what I feel like she's about to do. How do you come back from that? She's about to go out there, you know, get her back toe out, and then come back. Man, please. And then come back. So I think, and and it's it's right, like, you might as well be single because at that that point that it's exactly what you want and just go through with the divorce so yeah i think i don't think that i really the separation thing really doesn't make sense to me either i think it's more let's just go ahead and just break ties and she is a prime example of what us guys say that a beautiful woman can have the stupidest attitude and make her look <laughs> ugly she, she is and she looks right. so stupid yeah. It makes her look ugly. Yeah. Because she ain't thinking. She ain't thinking. She's not thinking logically. Mm-hmm. No. She's not mm-hmm. logically. No, that's not at all. So I, I just can't get, we get to that point. You know, it's just like, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's, and it should be. It should be. You know, so. Okay. I'm out of there. Enough of that. And you want to know what we need more of? What we need more of? It is. <laughs> this is something that is new. <laughs> We're gonna be incorporating 
and film these episodes because sometimes you know we be talking about a lot and we need to <laughs> we need to break a little bit. Okay, so I got a corny joke. I have lots of corny jokes, first of all, but this oh. one is my first, oh. right? Don't turn about that way because it's so corny. Okay, no, this is funny. Okay, 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 okay. I got, I got one. I got one. What did the ocean say to the other ocean? What did the ocean say to, to the, the other, other ocean? I don't know. What did these oceans say to the other ocean? Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, oh my man. god. Oh my god. Oh my god. They should lock you up for that. No, it's so funny. It's so cute. It's like a cute little joke. Oh my god. That's so stupid. Oh, I know. It's stupid, but you know. You know where oh I kind of got that from though. I like that. Not this joke, but just like um Mama Tina, Beyonce's mom. I follow her on like Instagram, but her mm-hmm. jokes be like. Like they'd be real corny, but I just think it's just like so cute. And it's kind of like this thing on her page where she just, you know, she kind of breaks up the monotony and kind of, you know, makes people laugh because this world is so crazy and so heavy as it is. So I just thought that I wanted to incorporate it. That's cool. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but moving on. So next clip we're going to show. Um, this is Drew and her husband. They they celebrated their fifth year, seven year, seven year anniversary. And he opens up this conversation by asking her, what could I change or how to make the marriage better from her perspective? So I think he opened this up for a horrible conversation. He should have kept it real neutral. And just loved on her a little bit because this dinner went left really quick. Because as a woman, we are going to one, tell the truth, and two, bring up all those old feelings that we've had. And then you about to be on the roller coaster of your life. So this is the anniversary dinner. This is the anniversary dinner. This is the anniversary dinner. So here you go. One minute. What planet you can leave the house and you're married and you can't tell your wife where you're going, where you are? Like, that's crazy. I was always accessible. Uh, where, where, okay. where were you? It's not about it that. It is. Where did you that. go? You can't tell me where you went. I told you I was at the beach. At I was the at beach the ocean. doesn't tell me where. It, where. It's There's not a beach a, in all different states. Drew. Were you out of Georgia? So, so tell me this. Did tell you leave this. Georgia? Absolutely. Where did you go? Listen, if you don't listen. feel like you need to tell me where you went, then we can dead end it right there. Okay. So the question is, is it acceptable to leave when you're having an argument? Now, this particular um, scene, I guess he left. I guess they had a, a bad argument and he leaves, but he leaves for, for three days. Now, mind you, they have two kids, I believe. Three kids, three kids. Leaves for three days. She doesn't hear from him in three days. He doesn't call her. No, nothing. What you what you think about that? Well, <laughs> I do think it is acceptable to leave. Mm-hmm. However, I do not think it is acceptable to leave without saying where you're going. Okay. 
And I do not think that you can leave, that you should be leaving for three days. Mm-hmm. So what is what is a good amount of time for a male to kind of like it's a heavy conversation, heavy argument? What's a a good amount of time for a male to kind of like get their life back together, calm down, and then either revisit the conversation or at least return home? For for me, I think it is it should be twenty four hours. Okay. Okay. I think it's yeah. like 24 hours. Now, if you got it like that and you can go to the west wing of the house <laughs> and just sleep on the other side of the house. Right. You know, and then you know, you you guys agree that you're gonna stay away from each other for the next 24 hours mm-hmm. until you know everything cools down, then do that. But I think 24 hours is to me should be the max. Yeah. Because again, if you go beyond that. Things can start to happen. Mm-hmm. Things can start to transpire. You can start, you know, making phone calls that you shouldn't be making. You can start talking yeah. to people uh, you yeah. haven't been talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you talk to your boys and your boys talk to their boys and their, or their girls, then that girl tells somebody, then it gets around. Exactly. You got some girl calling your phone like. I heard you and your wife have an argument. Mm-hmm. Anything I can do to help you? See, you got a problem now. Yeah. You're vulnerable now. So and now they're just like them beans. That's right. Somebody's going to slip in there <laughs> and they're going to be in the hotel with you. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be in there bringing somebody else's back. Mm. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you man, you're going back home. From three days? From three days. Yeah. Oh, my God. To me, to me, the only way that that would happen, that scenario would happen, is if you already have someone on reserve. If you're already entertaining someone, will that happen? In yes, my he, opinion, he has somebody. Oh, I think he did. Talking about going to the beach. What beach? He has somebody. And then you know, beaches are real romantic. So it's yeah. not like he going to the beach to listen to the waves. Exactly. He, he has somebody. He's out there doing something. He's definitely doing something. You know, he has looking. every right to be upset, every right to ask him, where have you been? And then for him to be so vague about it, like that is what would have pushed pushed me over the, to top because that's what it did with her. She Because he was not honest. He tried to deflect so much. And he was just like, Oh my God! I, I don't know why. I just wanted to punch him in his face, like just that, because and, it was ridiculous. And the other part of that same clip, we know later on, he says, "Um, I think he said something about you know after he told her, he asked her, you know, so what did that do for you? How does that help you? Right. By just telling you, how does that help you? It ain't a and matter. That's guilt right there. It ain't. It doesn't matter." Mm-mm. All right, and then she she get a good comeback. You know, she said, you know, as your wife, I should know where you are. That's what it is, especially if I'm home with these kids, that means you don't take my well being or the kids' well being, you know, into consideration because you leave and not talking to us. Anything could have happened, exactly. man. I would have had all the locks changed by then. Three oh, you, stay? you might as well go ahead and stay for a little bit longer, sir. Three days, not enough. Yeah. yeah. It's so. How many times should a breakup occur before you guys just call it quits? 
like is there like a set amount of time or a set amount of number because you know that old saying make up the breakup type thing but doesn't that get real old it does real quick it does but again to me it depends on the frequency of it yeah if you have an argument a knockdown drag out argument and it happens you know every several weeks or you know, every couple months or what have you Mm -hmm. To me, that's a little often. Yeah. Um, and I think there is no, there's no breakup when it comes to a marriage. Yeah. I don't think there's actually a breakup from an argument. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's only, you're going to separate or divorce, but you're not going to break up. Yeah. Now, if, yeah. You're, if you're dating, you know, that's when you call it kind of the breakup thing because, you know, you guys are not, you know, financially committed to one another, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, your credit is not tied to one another, you know, kind of, you know, unless you force buy a home together, you know, but yeah. when they pull your credit, they ain't pulling her credit, you know, so that's the way it is. But I don't think there's a, I think there has to be a frequency to it. Now, if it happens ever so often, like every couple years or something like that, I don't think you should be leaving to mm -hmm. go, go somewhere because you had a bad argument. I think mm -hmm. you need to sit there and fight it out. Mm -hmm. Sit there and go through the motions and try to get things straightened out. Yeah. But if it's happening like every other week or something like that, then again, there is no set amount of time, but I think you should figure out, okay, at what point am I going to say I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, exactly. I think that's I think that's what it is. I think that it's not like a numerical value. It's all in how much you want to endure. I think it's yeah. more like it. And that's just like so sad because women can endure a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Women can definitely endure a lot. Again, how intense are the arguments? Are they just disagreements yeah. or are they knock down arguments? Yeah. Don't know. It's 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 really just like so crazy because I've had like a friend where she just like a regular argument that they had. It was kind of a bigger one, but not like you know, not like the worst ever. And so the guy just left. Like left. Like no talking to her, like just straight up left. See, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. It's like the craziest thing. Like for someone to just, you invest in a person. Yeah. And you're all 100% in and you assume that they're all in as well. And then just this one argument and all of a sudden, that's it. Like I'm gone. No answering the phone. No answering the text. Do whatever you want to with my stuff that's at your house. That's just what it is. So let me ask you a different question. So if the if the guy leaves mm -hmm. and then he comes back, you know, let's say he let's, let's say he comes back the next day. Okay. But he doesn't tell you where he went. And then this happens again somewhere down the line, another six, eight months down the line, he does mm -hmm. it again. Mm -hmm. And he comes back and he doesn't tell you again where he was. How many times are you gonna accept that? That'll be the last time. <laughs> That'll be the last time because I won't be able to trust you because every time I'll be teeter-tottering around the house trying not to piss you off because I don't want you to leave. 
and then have to relive this cycle again. I mean, at, at this point, it's more of protecting your peace, mm. you know, more than anything. But, you know, when you get older, it's just certain things you just don't have time for. You you lose patience for stupidity. See, I got these aligners in and I can't. Stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I changed them last night. So they're, they're like crazy. But anyway. Can't whistle? Uh, I cannot whistle. I can't whistle. But I have a list. Every time I change them, I have like this crazy list. But anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Oh my God. But do you know what's not crazy? What's not crazy? That is not crazy. <laughs> I got another one. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> this is this is hilarious. <laughs> What does a nosy pepper do? <laughs> a nosy pepper? What does a nosy pepper do? I don't know. What does a nosy pepper <laughs> I can feel like it's so stupid. It gets jalapeno business. <laughs> Get it? Jalapeno? Jalapeno? <laughs> I literally fell out the damn chair when I read. Somebody black wrote that. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody That's black enough. wrote that for sure. Listen, if somebody has some jokes out there that y'all want to uh, send me, please say it, because I love it. It's just so freaking funny. It's just so freaking funny. <laughs> Because I would have never thought jalapeno, jalapeno, jalapeno business, jalapeno. You oh know, it God. really does sound alike. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. Oh, oh okay. But anyway. Hold up. Um, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> that one. Okay. 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> And it's not one that you have to respond to, but it's just one that I saw today. Okay. A guy, a guy is looking for his wife. He get in an argument. She leaves the house. He can't mm -hmm. find her. Mm -hmm. He finds out through a mutual friend that she is working at a brothel on her time off. Okay. He goes and gets the Uber mm -hmm. and tells the Uber driver, take me to the brothel. Mm -hmm. Uber driver takes him to the brothel. He tells the Uber driver, you want to make a quick hundred bucks? Uber driver said, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. What I need to do. He said, go into that brothel, grab my wife and bring her out here to me. The Uber driver says, okay. Mm -hmm. He goes in there, grabs her, bring, grabs this woman, grab her by the hair, bring her to the car, Damn. Open, it, open the car, throws her in there and, and tells the guy, hold her. Don't let uh -huh. her get away. Uh-huh. The husband looks up and he sees a guy, the driver, walking away. He said, wait a minute. This ain't my wife. Who is this? He said, no, it's my wife. I'm going back in to get yours. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm not clapping to that. 
laughing at that. That was corny. That was corny. Oh my god. But oh, I got it though. I think I give myself tears to that one. <laughs> my goodness. Oh my god. <sighs> but um, since we're talking about love, don't don't do that. Don't pat yourself. <laughs> Don't pat yourself with that for that one. (laughs) But since we're talking about love and we are just coming off the love month, February, February is a love month. Um, Have you ever heard of the term love bombing? I have never heard of that word, the phrase rather. Yeah. I can guess what it is, but I have no idea what that is. Yeah. So I never heard of it either until um, I was watching like a YouTube channel and the girl was like describing it. So I wanted to read it because I had never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Um, love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection. It can be used in different ways and or either positive or negative purposes. Psychologists have identified love bombing as a possible part of a cycle of abuse and have warned against it. So basically, they are doing the most to try to kind of like coerce you or manipulate you. So instead of him buying you like a dozen roses, he'll buy you like 10 dozen roses. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. so that you'll be just like over appreciative and you'll just be like it's almost like a cycle like they kind of suck you in but they use gifts um and affection but it's like overly done um to the point that it's, it's like a part of a manipulation of the other person so it's like he's over he's he so it's more of a control factor it's more of a a setup it's more mm-hmm. of a setup to get him to control you ultimately, but to get you right where he where you want where he wants you or she wants you, so that they can manipulate you to do things that you may not want to do, and that's part of control. So when we see people, well, let's take an example of a guy, and I don't know if this is the right example, or you can tell me after this. Mm-hmm. If, if there's a, a couple then the guy says, hey, I want to I want a threesome. And she says, no, I don't want a threesome. So over time, he does a lot of things to try to coerce her into it by giving her, like you said, the roses or mm-hmm. giving her jewelry or taking yeah. her on a trip. And then later on, once he gives her all this stuff, he asks her again. And she yeah. may be a little softer to it because Maybe, all the stuff exactly. All manipulation. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. even like, you don't even really have to know this person or be in a relationship with this person. It's more like a dating. Like when you meet somebody and they just start just throwing things at you because one, they really want to be with you, but they have arterial motives as well. So, so. Is, that, is that the same as when you're going on a date with somebody and you take them and a guy said he takes a girl to a nice dinner and he's expecting something after the fact? I don't think it's like one is I think it's more of like over time. These are like different things that he's doing in the short amount of time that you've known this person. So it's not like just like the one dinner. Um, Mm -hmm. I think men that take a woman on a date and then expect something after are like douchebags anyway, because that's just dumb. Like, why would you? (laughs) Who does that? But yeah, just stupid. 
But no, I mean, I had never really, you know, heard about it, but it is really a form of manipulation. And like I said, psychologists really warn people about this because when you see, you know, flowers and jewelry and clothes and shoes just be delivered to your house, like left and right, and you haven't done anything, um, especially if you haven't even had sex with this person or have like no type of attachment to this person, but they're, they're like pouring gifts your way and things mm -hmm. of that nature. It's for an ulterior motive is what they typically say. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They, they could be just because they just want to be with you so bad that they're going to do this. But usually it's warning signs. Either he can beat your ass like six months later or it's like one of those controlling things, like you said. Yeah, I wonder how, how often does that happen? Does that always sound like? That I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's supposed to be like a thing. Like a thing. That's a shame. Yeah. Because I would never, <clears throat> there's nothing that I want from somebody where I'm going to do all of this to get it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if that person is not going to give me what I'm looking for, what I desire, then I go find somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, I don't know. This is kind of weird. But, you know, people are making up stuff left and right around this piece. Like, I know. I don't know. Guess what? What's up? <laughs> Let's do one more. For the road. You killing me? <laughs> You kidding me? Okay. How do you measure a snake? How do you measure a snake? I have no idea. How do you measure a snake? In inches. They don't have feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not like something you say in the first grade. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. You should get thrown to the wolves. Man, it's some good stuff, man. This is this, <laughs> this has been an experience. This has been a great show. Joke alone. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. So since um you did a Black History um month segment last time because we were in the month of February. Um, this month is Women's History Month, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I wanted to showcase um, a female by the name of Fannie Mae Hammer. Okay. So I'm going to, and she's very, I mean, she's one of those, she's like a feminist, activist, women's right, voter, um, prevalent in like the 1960s, 1970s, things of 1950s, things of that nature. Fannie Mae. Huh? Fannie Mae. Is she on my school loans? Is that who she is? I ain't say what's our school loan? Fannie Mae. Is it Fannie Mae? Mm-hmm. It's Sally Mae, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Mae. Yeah, 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 uh, but she's 20. She's one of 20. Oh so probably is her sister. But anyway, so <laughs> you know them. <laughs> oh so um Fannie Mae was born uh in my Montgomery, Mississippi. She was 20 of one. 
Um, she was, her parents was a shock sharecropper. She basically picked cotton at the age of six. Um, she was forced to leave school at 12 and then she actually continued to work on a plantation. So she was about 45. So she was born in 1917, died in 1977. So those are kind of like the, the time frames that we're talking about. So basically in 1961, they had this thing called the Mississippi appendectomy. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. So what it is, is that these doctors, so she had to have like a minor surgery, not quite sure what the surgery is about, I really didn't entail, but back then it was procedures and these were procedures gauged towards African-American women that, how can I say it? They basically gave them a hysterectomy without telling them. So she goes in for like a minor surgery. Yes, she may have gotten her minor surgery fixed or whatever, or whatever she needed, but they ended up giving her a hysterectomy because they were trying to control the black population. So um, that happened in 1961, right? So she wasn't able to have kids, of course. And at this time she was married. So they ended up adopting like two little girls um, during that time frame. So basically, she had a lot of voter register, um, well, voter registration, like sit-ins, um, you know, um, advocate for, you know, um, African-Americans, African-American women. Um, let's see. It was something else very interested in her. Oh, you know what she's famous for? Her famous line? What's that? Sick and tired of being sick and tired. He was the one that said this when uh, it was about a Medicaid and Medicare Act, but she kind of had like a a really rough life anyway. Um, The hysterectomy, um, she grew up poor, worked on a plantation since she was 45, um, beaten. She was beaten so bad that she had a permanent blood clot, um, kidney damage, leg injuries. So I can see why she was tired of being sick and tired but that is actually on her tombstone like that's what she is that's where that 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 sentence comes from that phrase comes from so i thought that was was pretty cool because i know a lot of people say i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired but you you don't know where it comes from right you don't know where it comes from but it it actually came from her and that is actually on her tombstone so i wonder how many people did they do this to this procedure yeah that is crazy Crazy. And it, it and I don't know why it was called the appendectomy. So I'm not quite sure if her doctor kind of like faked her having to have a minor surgery so he can perform this surgery. But yeah, it, it was done and it happened, I'm pretty sure, to thousands of black women. You know, and that, this I don't remember the lady's name. I had to look it up, but there was a lady who uh, had her stem cells taken from her. Oh, I remember. She was an African-American lady, too. Yeah, without her oh. knowing. Yeah, they still have her stem cells. To this day. Yeah, to this day. To this day, they still have her stem cells. Yeah, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing all they this did. research and this because of her. And because of her. And her family, I think I saw with her family, they found out somewhere in the late 70s that mm-hmm. this actually happened. Mm-hmm. But 
they've got no compensation or no, compensation. no sorry or anything. You know, yep. it, you're just like whatever. Yeah. That is crazy. Crazy. I was watching like because you know it was Black History Month last month. Um, the Netflix, the Prime Video, they had all of these um, movies about slavery and things of that nature. And it's just like mind boggling how much African-Americans have, have gone through it, mm. you know, this lifetime. I mean, I cannot imagine being like a slave. It's just like so crazy. Like I was watching, it's called the Underground Railroad. And the masters actually put who he wants. He actually puts together the male and the female to reproduce. He chooses them. They don't choose each other. Like pit bulls. Like pit bulls. And I just thought that was just like the craziest thing. And it was just one guy. Of course, he ran away from the plantation because they all ran away. Mm -hmm. And he got caught. So when he comes back to the plantation, um, the owner basically, of course, whips him. He's a, a, a really big guy too, whips him, but they're whipping him outside where there is people eating dinner. Like, it's like, it's almost like they did like a dinner party and no one is paying attention to this man being whipped to death, except for this one person they asked him why he's not eating and he was like do you really expect me to eat when i'm half flesh you know slinging in the back of me but of course you know he can't say too much because they never say too much because they you know they don't want to be the people that support black people but it's just like so crazy so it ended up burning this man alive so they they called all of the the slaves off the plantation they stopped them from picking cotton and you had to watch this man burn alive as, so you won't do it basically, as an example. And that was normal. And that was normal. That was like normal. I, I just, I can't imagine, but I have like so much respect for the people that came before us because they fought. Like, I don't really, I've never been in a position to fight for, you know, Black Lives Matter and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I don't really do my part to appreciate that I can walk down the street and not get knocked over the head just because I look at a white man or I look at a white woman sideways. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think I should do more, you know, show my appreciation. But it, it was, it's, I mean, it's heavy. Like, it's heavy, heavy. And we're still going through things, you know, to this day. Yeah. Crazy, and I feel like sometimes it's getting worse at times, yeah, because you know, a lot of people who are racist, what have you, they've gotten a lot bolder, mm -hmm. you know, they feel like nowadays they can be more uh expressive because, uh, and I hate to say it, but it is because of Donald Trump, yeah, he made it so that those individuals can come out of their hiding mm -hmm. and say who they are, be who they are, and just, you know, flaunt themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they drive around with these crazy flags, flying off yeah. their trucks and stickers on their trucks, and it's just crazy now. They just don't yeah. care. They go in stores and they just wreck stores and 
So it's just like that's where the, the Karen thing came from, you know? Yeah. It's just all over the place now. For sure. I mean, I just, I don't know. It's scary, but I, I don't think that we're going to go back too far. Like the, the police brutality, that was, that was a little bit different because, you know, you have officers, you know, that they're to like a higher standard. They're supposed to be protecting. So, you know, um, sometimes it's difficult to go against them because of the reputation that police are, you know, to honor and to serve, basically. Yeah. But for like the KKK to come up in here somewhere or in anywhere and then try to man we're not having that it'll be a riot up there and that's what i think that they are afraid of because right now we fight back you know what i'm saying that's the difference like we fight back right right exactly exactly i'm, oh I'm waiting i'm waiting for somebody, I somebody would. i've never i have never been called that and i think that i would be i think I think it would just shut and then i would i don't know i don't even know if i would react because it would be like no they didn't like i like really they just called me nigga. <laughs> unfortunately i've been called that before really yeah and it's in the craziest atmosphere you know i was called that and not even i think it was last year um Somebody yelled that at my wife. And she just driving by and somebody screamed it out loud. Now, if it was in my car, I probably would say all kinds of things. I probably would <laughs> act up because I'm in a car and I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. If they walking, oh, right. <laughs> that would have been something. Yeah. But wow. It's, it's what they do. It's what, it's they, what do. they do. You know? Today, there's just more bold. Mm -hmm. And then when you watch, you know, those crazy people like on Fox News and stuff like that, who are, you know, kind of flaming the fire. Yeah. You know, it's, it just doesn't go away. It's not going to go away so quickly. Yeah. So, here's what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That was kind of heavy. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, everybody, this is the last one because this is the only this is the last one I got. This is the last no one. I got. <laughs> okay, I got that one. I got that one. Oh my god. Why do melons have weddings? You can get this one if you think about it. Melons. You'll be able to get this one. Why do melons have weddings? Mm -hmm. It's so funny. I don't know. They can't. Elope. <laughs> <laughs> they can't elope. Can't elope. Can't elope. Thank God oh, I was the last one. This is the last one. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's okay because I'll have more. Oh my God. I'm going to apologize for her right now. No, don't apologize. <laughs> people love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for your That's all I got today. That's good. 
I've, I've exhausted everything. I've exhausted everything. That's all right. That was good. That was good. That was different. It was different, right? That was different. That was different. So I appreciate that. Oh, well, that brings us to the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end of episode five. Episode five. So, uh, hoping next you know, next time um, we're gonna bring you some more crazy episodes. You know, as we go through these, you know, try to bring you some topics that we don't use to um, talk about. I think we've been doing pretty good with kind of keeping yeah. the topics kind of, you know, off cuff, kind yeah. of fluid, you know, different. Um, so definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in. As, as always, you know, check in with us on our Facebook, check in us on our website, um, www.thelobbypodcast.com. And of course, if you miss any episodes, you can go to Spotify, uh, Google, and even your Apple Store, and, and, and just check us out. Uh, so don't forget to check us, check in with us. Please um, check in. Please check in with us. You know, as always, please leave us a comment, question, show topic idea, whatever you want to do. You know, we, we're here to listen to you, and then we'll have that discussion with you. Yep. All right. All right. So, what you got to say for the last word? <laughs> As always, your mental health is greater than any other feelings. Don't force pieces that don't fit. There you go. And until next time. Peace.